Now, what the heck is this is a reasonable question unless you've owned a Samsung flagship phone and been educated about the likes of DeX, the Samsung desktop interface built into each phone. Windows 10 Mobile, RIP, had Continuum, a similar idea. LG had a desktop interface in every phone before it too gave up. Did to Huawei before it was forced out of Western markets by paranoid American bureaucrats. Motorola has its Ready4 interface in a couple of models, but otherwise the number of smartphones which can expand into desktops or laptops is fairly small. But I still like the idea, so I'm pressing ahead with this. The next stock 360 is too large for my setup here. It's a laptop, i.e. a laptop shell that can be powered by a compatible phone. It's also a portable monitor for anything outputting via HDMI, anything. It's a fancy screen-enabled USB hub with its various ports. And slightly smaller than its predecessor, they're even heavier and larger than Nextdoc Touch here. The 360 adds a twist in being able to fold back from laptop to tent to tablet. Which is pretty cool, even if the bezels and the speaker situation mean that you might not do this very often. The ironic thing is that the original Nextdoc Touch is arguably the better laptop. You've got audio, better, battery, bigger, port variety, greater, but you can't actually buy it anymore, which is a shame. Supply chain issues during the pandemic caused Nextdoc to stop making the one model and transition to the next. But the end result, the Nextdoc 360 here is what we've ended up with, swapping the ubiquitous USB-A port for USB Type-C, settling for lesser speakers, but gaining that fold-back facility, plus on-screen controls for firmware and settings. And hey, the 360 is smaller and lighter, so it's, it's easier to carry around if needed. Real-world battery life is excellent, not least because you'll probably only be using the next Dock 360 for, quote, serious stuff, and the relatively poor speakers won't see you getting sucked down a YouTube rabbit hole for hours. Or maybe that's just me. As before, when your Windows 10 mobile, or more likely Android phone these days, is plugged in, it's charged and topped up. And potentially, if your phone was low on power when it started, then this might end up being a major factor in how long the next stock 360 battery actually lasts. Though in a toss-up between the two devices, you obviously want your phone to have the power rather than the accessory, so it's fine. The new settings panel on screen actually lets you choose whether to charge the phone or not, i.e. it's software controlled. But toggling between the two options does a complete restart of the DeX experience, so you don't want to do this in right in the middle of a session. The settings panel is accessed by swiping down with two fingers in the bottom right quadrant of the Nextdoc 360 screen, though the various sliders are unnecessarily confusing, and I'll come to that in a moment. The obvious USB here is that the hinge is a double one, and lets you wrap the full keyboard underneath the display in order to create tent mode, where the display is kept up without the keyboard being visible and in the way. Then by wrapping around even further through a full 360 degrees, we've got a tablet making more of the touchscreen. While this is all lovely to have as an option, it should be noted that the speakers then face backwards or downwards, ruling out media consumption unless you plug in headphones via the 3.5mm socket. Now the on-screen sliders are for volume, fair enough, Backlight brightness, okay. Sharpness, um, display brightness, but what? We already had brightness. All a little bizarre and the sliders do take some fiddling with, but you'll find a combination that works for you and then you can just leave them forever. It does remember what you've set. Tablet mode is more successful. True, it's a chunky tablet in terms of weight, thickness and bezels, but you do get the most of your smartphone's applications and data 
in a nice large 13 inch screen format with the usual capacitive touch. Obviously, the next dock 360 detects the form factor has changed and disables input from the now on the bottom keyboard and trackpad. The limiting factor in tablet mode is your phone's desktop mode and how the various applications behave. I had mixed results, especially from games, which rarely adjust to Android workspaces, which aren't a simple, small phone rectangle. But browsers and reference applications worked really well. Plus, obviously, there's the standard and expected lap dock mode, following not only in the footsteps of the earlier next docks, but also attempts like HP's Elite X3 laptop. And this works best of all and is a genuinely useful expansion of your smartphone's OS apps and data to embrace the integrated keyboard, trackpad, larger display and ports. The keyboard is very good as per last year. The metal chassis is thin but tightly made and feels of good quality. The new double hinge is also tight and doesn't feel like it will work loose. The trackpad is very basic, the same as last year, top hinged and with no palm rejection in the drivers, as perhaps you'd expect from a solution piggybacking on a phone. But you do get used to it and you learn not to rest anything on the pad other than the finger or thumb performing an action. Compatibility is interesting in that this year's next dock connects directly to ye olde Windows 10 Mobile and Continuum on the Lumia 950 range without having to faff around with an intermediary USB hub, so yay for that. And things are silky smooth with the Samsung Galaxy flagships, which isn't surprising, as this is the exact setup being designed around and tested for at Nextdoc. I tried my S9 Plus, my S20 FE from Samsung without any issues. DeX is now very polished with the Nextdoc 360 supporting all its various gestures. For example, two finger swiping to scroll and three finger swiping to expose all open or recent apps. All special characters worked fine from DeX via the Nextdoc 360 keyboard, which is good, though there's no pound key or function equivalent that I could find. But then this is a niche accessory from a USA company. I can live with using UKP here and there, I think. The keyboard has a bevy of function keys, some of which duplicate functions in the settings pop-up, such as volume or backlight brightness, but all do work. Notably, media control for music and a toggle for the keyboard's backlight. Now, this is either on or off. You don't get to choose intensity, but it's great to have a backlight. The loss of a generic USB-A port from the previous touch isn't felt too badly, in part because more and more things come in Type-C versions now anyway, and partly because Nextdoc ships a short adapter cable in case you need to plug in a USB-A memory stick or similar. Likewise, the use of mini HDMI this time round for the video import for non-DEX operations, such as from a generic phone, including iPhones, HDMI out, uh, Raspberry Pi, games, console, and so on. The smaller connector is used because it's down at the thinner end of the Nextdoc wedge. But again, Nextdoc provides a mini to full HDMI lead, so you've got everything you need in the box. Slightly confusing is the use of three different USB Type-C ports with three different capabilities. One, USB 3 and DEX, and yes, you get a USB 3 cable in the box. Power delivery charging and generic USB data. But the Quick Start Guide does a great job explaining what is what, and you'll soon get the hang of which Type-C to plug in where. If the thought of having cables and adapters everywhere scares you slightly, then perhaps the next dock range isn't for you. These lap docks are all about hooking things up to expand your experience, plugging a into B to get laptop C with ports and slots, D and E. So one day you might have your Samsung Galaxy S21 Ultra plugged in, enjoying the full screen DeX experience while getting some work done. 
perhaps a USB mouse, external half terabyte disk. The next day you might have the 360 intent mode showing off photos from your iPhone 13 to family or friends. The next you might plug in your Raspberry Pi and have a Pi driven laptop desktop experience and so on. Given the use of USB and video standards plus 3.5 mil audio and micro SD, the next stock range continues to only really be limited by your imagination. At $370, this certainly isn't cheap, though do note that this does include shipping to your country. Plus, if this accessory solves a problem that you have in your life in terms of all your myriad personal technology, then why the heck not? This is the next stock 360.